Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Welcome to Starcastic Remarks, alongside my dad to my right, and James to my left. My name is Ryan Chambers. This is the After Game Review for Game 4, and the Dallas Stars live on to see another One day. more game. One more game. That's One more game. we want. Once again, this is the After Game Review for Game Number 4. I feel a lot better about this tonight, guys, but before we get into it, Thank you to our our uh, our sponsors, man. I cannot talk. I'm just happy that we you don't have this. to end in game three. Deep uh, breath, Ryan. <laughs> thank you to Raycon and DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsors of this episode of our pod and all of THPN. We appreciate all the work they've done for us, and because, of course, none other than Captain America himself, Joe Pavelski, leading the way along with two goals from Jason Robertson making four in this series, the Dallas Stars survive to last at least one more game. Joe how are, you guys, how are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Great. Much better. <laughs> Had some internet problems again. Seems to be going all right right now. Had to go over to uh, grandma and grandpa's house and, uh, and and watched the game over there so kept them up and bugged them and uh wondered the whole time didn't feel it didn't feel it especially when we went into overtime but there you go baby we got it and ottinger whoo yeah i didn't lose faith the whole time you can ask dad i was like nope we're gonna james, win although james i did think in. it was gonna be robertson honestly i did i thought he was gonna get the hat trick 
but nonetheless, I believed the whole time, and I will continue to believe until we lose. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it feels a little bit more believable right now, the, and it, I know it's just one game, but I mean you have to start somewhere, right? And if the stars are going to dig themselves out of the hole that they've created and uh, that Jamie Benn has specifically created, then, and maybe even Ryan Suter to a certain point as well, uh, we got it. Th- this is it. We didn't, we, we played absolutely the way that we wanted to with a lot of scoring out of our lineup, 33 goals from Jamie Benn out of the lineup. Dodonoff probably, I think he had 20 this year. He's out of the lineup. So, I mean, more than 50 goals out of the lineup. And yet, even though the stars, the bottom three lines, were not able to take advantage of their opportunities tonight, I mean, Delandria, Olofsson, Glendening had some had an opportunity. We were able to lean onto the top line tonight, and specifically our power play, in order for us to be successful tonight. And I think that's two big keys. The top line was that good, <laughs> and then the power play came through for us tonight. I didn't think they were going to call it. And we got a call. I didn't think they wow. were going to call it either. I was very surprised, especially after not calling basically anything all game, which it wasn't as egregious as it was in game two. But nonetheless, they called nothing for a majority of the game. There were only three penalties in this game, including the final one that we scored on. We, but we scored on both our chances, and that's what we needed. That's literally, I mean, that's exactly right. <laughs> That is exactly what we needed. And I even put, when I realized we were going to get that power play, that in order for the Stars to win the game, they had to score there. That was It was just a feeling. And thankfully, we don't have to figure out if uh, if we hadn't scored on that, maybe in another universe, we they, they don't score on that power play. But thank goodness they take care of business tonight. And I really think that the power play was the big difference tonight. Um, is there anything specific that you noticed from them tonight? Because, I, uh, I mean... Jason Robertson. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> even even on that last one. That last one's all him. He, I mean, they lose the puck on the boards, but he dives to bat it to keep it in the cycle. And then it goes yeah. to hence. He gets the chance in front of the net. He goes around behind, passes it up the, to Haskin, and Haskin and passes to Velsky, slaps it in. I know he had 11 shots on goal somewhere in the, the early part of the third period. I don't know how he many ended he ended 11. up with. Ended with eleven two, yeah. Crazy, now, um, good. It's now, yeah. Unfortunately, it might be too little, too late. But at least when we really needed right, him to is, finally, <laughs> <laughs> at least when we when he finally figures it out, maybe Jamie Ben just had to cross check somebody in the neck in order for him to wake up. He he wakes up at the right time, and he was throwing everything on that, which is something that we've been asking him to do for weeks now. We've been asking him for weeks, just throw it at the net. And he did. I mean, and, and not he all got the time. His, he they got were some confidence. Yeah. He got some confidence back and then he started shooting again. So that's what, that's, that's yeah. wonderful. And, and it was so frustrating to me because I didn't watch most of the game tonight. So I was watching like the stat sheet pretty much like probably like almost 10, close to 15 minutes in the game. The first line had no shots on goal. And then they get that one little shift where they get a couple of shots, they draw a penalty, and then they go and score. I mean, that that's all we need. That's what we need. We need them to be in the other zone and take shots on the opposing netminder because both Robertson, Pavelski, and Hens all have crazy good shots. And for them to have no shots through almost the first 15 minutes of the game is kind of inexcusable. 
yeah, in our building so we get to match them up with whoever we want. So, yeah. Yeah, so the first line came through for the Stars tonight, and that was a big storyline. Uh, we talked about the power play for a little bit, but uh, another couple of things that we need to discuss is just the fact that um, Ottinger was way better tonight. I, I mean, he made the Mastodonic saves in the words of Razor that we really needed him to make. And, I mean, it took him a couple of games to to get back into the, the right m- mindset, the right frame of mind, however you want to say it. And he was excellent tonight. He was following his rebounds. When he did give up a rebound, he was there. He was on it. And then the two goals he gave up, you can't really blame him for, especially that second one. He had absolutely no chance. And we'll talk about the reason why he had no chance here in a second. Yeah, there were a couple of heart in my throat uh, moments there when they got some open shots on him at the end, and he made it. He made every save. Got, Got the ones we needed. So let's go ahead and talk about the reason why that second goal was scored. And... I, I don't. It, he's so flip floppy. It makes me mad. Ryan Suter. <laughs> I, I want to praise him, but I can't. I can't. He he, he gives up a goal in yeah. Game Three that is his uh, fault. on the eyes for both goals against and no goals for. Or maybe it was Game Two. Game Two. Sorry. And then and then Game Four tonight is like, dude, this is like completely in no man's land. He's like, woo, hello, wake up, somebody. He doesn't take the puck. He doesn't take the man. He's it, not it even was kind facing of a, the freaking play. Come on now. Well, it was kind of a weird one because he got he got slashed in the back as um, as Marjasso went by. He slashed him in the back, and and he spun around on that. And right at that moment, puck came across. So I'm not making an excuse for him. He should he should have had better positioning, no question. But. But I did notice on the replay that Marcheseau had had kind of slashed him across the back uh, right before that. So it was just a, it's like, why wasn't that called? That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, James, you were specifically talking in our group, and maybe it was you, me, it, that you didn't really like the play of the second line tonight, that semi-second line of uh, Sagan, Domi, and Johnston, and what specifically about it did you not like about the, what they were doing? Well, you, you see, Ryan, that wasn't me because I didn't get to see the game <laughs> till I watched the last five minutes in overtime. That's what I got to see. Otherwise, I was on the. Maybe it was Zach. Zach. I don't know they who you're talking about, yeah, but okay, me. <laughs> Zach. You got it. You got to start first, remembering these names. We need there. help last, here. Last episode, it was just as bad. I know. Sorry. Yeah, he. Uh... He, he was just noticing that that I, I know that he said that uh, Sagan looked slow and I agreed with him that he did he did look pretty slow um, I mean it's it's kind of it's kind of thrown together line which you're gonna have one when you have two people yeah. out like that so uh, so they're and, they're struggling a actually, little bit um, that that did mention that to me in the third when I finally got to be able to watch the game is like like Johnson hasn't done all that much and I'm like Johnston's playing with a completely different line for the first time the entire season. <laughs> He's played with Ben in every single game, I'm pretty sure. Every single game into this point. And he's finally playing with a different set of players. It's it's gonna look rough, but I, it, it'll get it'll be better next game. And it, and he had his chances in this game too. He had a couple of good shots. Yeah. Um 
some one player in particular that was actually really noticeable tonight was uh, Freddie Olofsson, which the the chat is kind of oh. singing the praises of right now. Yeah, uh, he oh, yeah. was excellent tonight, and he probably could have put it away in uh, regulation. Just under two minutes to almost, go, there was a really did. big chance for Freddie Olofsson. Um, what did you like about his play tonight? Either one of you. I mean, I, I said this in our last podcast. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's big. He's he plays physical. He's he's going to play well into this series. I mean, that that's just that that's how it is. Our team, our team before. I mean, with now with all these fourth liners, essentially that we got on here, we're we're a little bit heavier in terms of how hard we hit because that's how they kind of have to play. But it, it, but the way it, the games are playing play to his strengths, and and he and he showed up huge. <laughs> yeah, interestingly, um, even in the intermission reports, the ESPN uh, analysts were were noticing him uh, for shots on goal. He had quite a few shots on goal, and. Uh, so that was good. And then he did get that chance at the very end of the third. I really thought when that didn't go in, I thought we were in for another bang, bang, uh, almost win and lose uh, play. But uh, it didn't happen that way. I'm grateful. Do you think that he comes out of the game once Ben's suspension is over, assuming we win game five? Yeah. You yeah. think he comes out? Yeah. yeah. I Which mean, would it, really suck because he, he was very you're, noticeable. You're, yeah, the problem is you're picking between him, Delandria, and Kiviranta. And, like, no, no offense to Olofsson or anything, but the other two have played the entire season on our team. It's it's a little different. Well, I mean, you at least second-guess yourself if you're the head coach definitely, based off yeah, of his definitely. play tonight. I mean, based off of his play tonight, you at least second-guess yourself and maybe take out Delandria instead. But I, I thought he was Maybe really, I thought he was really good. Penalty, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I want to talk about this in particular. This was something that I noticed in the third period, especially. It seems like the stars have kind of decided that they're just going to allow these rush chances to happen and they're just going to find a different way to attack. And what I really liked about the third period, especially was yes and there were a couple of bad chances on on the rush chances but otter stopped them otter stopped them when we needed him to and then when there was other rush chances i mean we were having players get back multiple different times um there was i'm just looking at my notes here there was one from one from delandria another one from glendenning uh lindell had a good uh d play back when when it looked like an odd man rush it was on transition uh, of, of course, Miro. There was I wrote Miro's name down like three times, um, and then even Suter. Even Suter had a had a decent D play coming back. So that was something that seemed like a theme as the game kind of went on. And through the three periods, I know that the third period was our worst. As when you're looking at the game overall, it, it wasn't bad, but it was our worst period of the three. But I still thought that they looked decently good. On, on that front and, and neutralizing the odd man rushes. Fair? Yeah. And for, I think Robertson, especially in that third period, backchecked at least four or five times and started to rush up the other way with Henson Pavelski. For as many times as we, I mean, basically we, we were activating our defense today and they had a really good montage of, of replays in the first intermission. 
that uh, that showed us doing that, our, getting our D pushing forward, or D busting into the zone, taking it forward. Um, and when you do that, you're going to give up those odd man rushes. It's going to happen. Uh, but in this this instance, they did get back on them quite a bit, and then Otter stopped the ones he had to stop. So uh, it worked out. By the way, just just as a side note, because it made me think about the odd man rushes, but Jack Eichel is a freak of nature, man. Um, there there was one. There there were two rushes in the third period, back to back, when it was going towards Dallas's net. First, it was Ryan Suter. He digged out, and I was like, oh well, that's not it's not hard to do. It's Ryan Suter. He's slower, but then they then he did it to Harley as well, and I was just like, oh uh, okay, that's a little different. So oh, through the legs and around, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty sick. It's tough, tough for a rookie defenseman, and it's still going to be a rookie defenseman yet next year as well. So, yeah, kind of same, same when you're talking about in terms of Jack Eichel is facing him, he's probably has the same amount of chance to <laughs> be able to be either of those players. Hey guys, this is Ryan here. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or a dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, and without breaking the bank. If you were to lose your Raycon earbuds, they're not as expensive as some other earbuds out there that I'm not going to name. So you don't have to feel bad about them as much when you do lose them. So they are on the cheaper side, and they're also great, great quality. Raycon's mission, however, is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there, and you know who I'm talking about. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy-now, pay-later options, and right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee, They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping as well. And here's the best thing. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's how you know you're getting a really good quality product. Some of the other features on these earbuds are just absolutely incredible. I love the noise isolation because with three kids, sometimes it's just nice to escape the world for just a second and not worry about anything else that is going on. Although my wife would probably say that's not a good thing. But anyways, the other thing that I really like about these is they have custom gel tips as well. And with my ears, how they are, I have very small, tiny, itty-bitty, like, elf ears. So it's very hard for me to find, like, gel tips that actually fit well but these do and it's fantastic i love it go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15 percent off buyraycon.com slash thpn Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets 
instantly. I'm going to be paying close attention to the lines and odds on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars series, obviously. But I'm also looking forward to the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils series as well. Canes is kind of like my second team, I'll, I'll be honest. I like them a lot. But anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. So since we're talking about Harley, let, let's get into the D pairings tonight because there was a little bit of scrambling, I, I guess is the, the best way to, to kind of put it. They it didn't seem like they had a solidified group, especially after Suter made the mistake on the second goal. And we started to see, and even uh, Saad Youssef pointed this out, we started to see Harley out there with uh, Mr. Miro Haskin in a little bit. So it, yeah. do you think that that's something that, and, and it worked, I guess. I guess you could say it worked because we won the game tonight. But do you think that's something that they stick with going forward? Put Harley, put Suter down to the third pairing, maybe still play him important minutes, especially on the penalty kills, so you don't have to rely on speed and stuff and kind of shelter Harley away from those minutes, but like maybe five on five and in less important and, you know, exclusive roles, maybe keep those two guys together. What, what, what do you think? With with seeing the 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 error again tonight, <laughs> then maybe maybe you're right. Uh, I I don't know. I I want to minimize mm-hmm. want to minimize that again. <laughs> yeah, Suter still played twenty minutes, almost twenty one minutes with Hayskin in, and he only played twenty one minute or twenty four, almost twenty five minutes on the night. So he still played most of his time with Hayskin in, but. Most of Haskinen's remaining time did go with Harley. So don't know what that trying means. Some but thing, trying yeah. some new things out. Maybe. I, I think I think it's nice because then you get uh you're able to not you, you can play Harley a little more because you're not having to expose him with Harley and Hamley, which is nice, but I mean you can do that with any of the defensemen. Well, so so in one of the games Harley and Hanley really kind of got extrapolated really badly and it, it wasn't even close, but I mean, tonight I didn't really notice them, the, that combo of Harley and Hanley, which means they didn't make enough mistakes for me to think, to notice that, you know, put them as the biggest losers in tonight's game. But I, I just think that, that, that gets Suter off. And, and, and here, here's the thing. 
Suter is going to be a talking point for the rest of the offseason, no matter what happens. But I mean, at we can't this do anything point, I, we, he, 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 <laughs> he's made two mistakes in two games, and game three was not his fault at all. But game two, game four, he made two mistakes. Game two cost us the game. Game four, thankfully, did not cost us the game because Ottinger stood on his head and our power play came through and our top and our best players were our best players. So that that came through for us, which was nice. Okay. That that phrase that you just said. Are 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 we able to 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 have another suitor mistake to end the series for us? Like is it worth having that chance of still having him with Miro? Let me just pick pick at your little your best players were your best players tonight. We don't expect Suter to be our best player. He shouldn't have been our best player in the other two series. I mean, if your best players are your best players, Suter makes that mistake and your best players still win the game. We have enough goals to win. Yeah. True. Yeah. And and that that's that's kind of where I'm like, okay, your your point isn't like wrong, but also like we have to have our best be- players be our best players. If Su- if Suter's one mistake is what costs us the game, then our best players weren't good enough. Well, that's yeah. that's not necessarily... I mean, there's a, a, to a certain no, extent, true. I agree with you. It's very but, true. <laughs> but he is playing top two minutes right now. He is absolutely yeah. playing top two minutes, and that's the thing. He's playing outside of the role that he should be playing right now. And... And and maybe Harley is ready. And I know that it's not fair to Harley to ask him to take even more minutes and for him to be a quote unquote top two defenseman. But we really right. don't have another choice because you you're not going to move around him. You're, you're not. <laughs> of course, you went around Suter too. <laughs> you went, yeah, exactly. So, and, and the thing is, is that Harley didn't uh, Harley didn't have a mistake that cost a goal tonight. Suter did. And and the thing Suter about it is that played five six seven more minutes than hardly i mean okay you're, and that's you're fair comparing too. two things and they're they're very very different they they really neither they, they're not close enough to the same skill set yet for me to be able to say that this is a fair argument to make okay and that's fair but i think he should but, stick with it i think well, he i think he should stick with miro you're right to a degree because that's what coach has been doing right coach is trying him out saying look I got, I can get extra minutes out of him. He's got young legs. He can, he can run, run it. I trust him enough to put him up here against the top guys. Let's go. All right. He's doing it. So you're calling out what coach is seeing. And he has slowly climbed and gotten more and more ice time. Harley has that is, I mean, he, he almost made it to 18 minutes tonight, which is very high for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he started the, the postseason at like 15, right? I mean, he's, He's getting more and more that we're slowly building him up and, and he's looking, he's looking good. And, and that doesn't sound significant. If you're not a hockey fan and you don't understand, but most shifts last 30 seconds to 45 seconds. I mean, that's a whole four to six extra shifts in a game. And that, that in and of itself is very significant. So I would like to see that continue. And I I, I don't know. I, I just think that it's Harley's time. And again, it's not fair for him to to do that, but we don't really have much of a choice because you're not going to put Lindell up there. You're not going to put Hockapaw up there. I'm sorry. Those two guys work well together, and I know as slow as they are, but again, they were good tonight. I didn't notice them making yeah, huge, giant mistakes, so they were good tonight. So 
keep them and, together. And, quite a few and the problem, big... the problem was Suter. So if you can fix it by throwing Har- uh, Harley up there or Hanley up there, I mean, which who are you going to pick? Harley, obviously. So maybe that's six. I don't know. But we need to Lindell move on. And Hockenpah. Lindell and Hockenpah played well, and I saw I saw multiple good defensive plays by by Lindell for sure. And uh, like you said, I didn't I didn't really notice Hockenpah, but that's not a bad thing. So if we didn't notice him, it means he did his job a lot of the time because he's not an offensive guy. So. Okay. I mean, he played 20 minutes too. So it's, it's not like he was Ooh, not playing. Great. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. Great. And that's exactly something that Suter did. So, anyways, I, we got to bounce off of this. Um, so, let's talk about the, the big elephant in the room, which is the fact that the Stars finally win a game in overtime in the playoffs. They were 0 for 4. They had we lost the, the last curse. four. And, 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 and not finally just broke that the curse. curse. Not just that curse. That was the first game that we won when we were trailing in a game. And that too, that's also very true. And we did that without 50 goals in our lineup. That's important too. And I know it was just from our top guys. Goals. But <laughs> one more game. <Okay. laughs> exactly. Um, so how how significant is is that? I mean, I know it's important that we won the game, but especially confidence-wise, like if we are to get back into this series, how big is it that the stars were able to win the way they were? They were able to come back down two to one in a game they mostly dominated and they deserved to win. They tie it in the late in the second period with Robertson with the, a huge clutch goal, and then they're able to put it away in overtime. Yes, it's a power play, but it, it's not like it was a stupid, a stupid penalty. It was a very easy call to make. Biggest confidence builder is for Ottinger. He stayed in the whole game. He made all the saves he had to make, and we have to have that. He's gonna, he's gonna have to do it. And uh, every so single game, I think that's the game. biggest confidence builder right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the next time Otter gets pulled, we lost the series. I think like that's a that's percent. that's a good, that's what I was thinking too. And it's like if Otter gets pulled again, where we've lost the series. So. Okay, and then one more thing, and then we'll do biggest loser and biggest winner because. Uh, this this is something that we have to talk about, and we talked about I mean, it. We're not going to go forty five to fifty five minutes today. <laughs> no, not tonight. No, that that other one deserves. Therapy session's minutes. over, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but Jace, Jason Robertson, yeah, and he absolutely deserved to be talked about. Oh my heart, and dude. we talked about him so much in the regular season, and it seemed like every other night he was the biggest winner. We have not been able to do that a lot in the postseason. Most of the time it's been hence Pavelski, hence Pavelski. I know Pavelski gets the game-winning goal tonight, but Robertson was everywhere tonight, guys. I mean, he, he did ridiculous. everything. He did everything that, that we, we saw in the regular season and more. The, the biggest thing that we always talk about is that, he yes, he has the offensive side, and he's he shot, what is it, 12? 12 tonight, James? 11 shots. 11, 11 shots, shots on the night. 11 shots on the night. But then you always look at the prime games that he has, and he always has that one defensive play that you can look at and say, that's why he is one of the best players in the NHL. And none more important than that block shot late in the third period. I mean, just completely sprawled out, diving, desperately trying to win this game. I mean, who knows? Maybe that goes in the back of the net if he doesn't block that shot. 
I mean, it, it, it's it just goes to show you that hopefully he's finally starting to get it going. It, it's taken him, you know, how many games? It's like we're 15 games into the postseason now. But, I mean, better late than never, I guess. So to kind of go two segments in one, he's my biggest winner tonight. But what did y'all yeah, see I mean, of – yeah, what did you see of, he, of Robo tonight? He, he had his first, like th- – this was a breakout playoff game for him. I mean, we know how good he's been in the regular season. We haven't seen that in the playoffs even last season and this season all the way up into this game. I mean, we, he he was ranking, he was racking it up with the first couple of games. He got a goal in, in consecutive games. Okay, great. And and that's that's awesome. But but what we see from Robertson is we see these multi-goal games and we see these multi-point games where he just takes the game and he's like, "No, I I'm winning this game." And that's what he did tonight. He was like, and more tonight for me, it was more, no, I'm not losing this game. And and every time we, we trailed, he had one coming right back. Not not too far in the same period normally, too. I mean, he he's he was fighting and dragging this team all the way into overtime. As uh, as we were looking at the, the previous series, there were comments about, where's Robo? Where's Robo? I said, he's coming. He's coming. He's going to break out in one of these series. It's going to happen. It was almost too late. <laughs> but uh, but he started at the beginning of the series in the two losses, and now here we go. He's he's got he's Four got two in the big uh, in the big win. So let's just keep it rolling. Yeah. Right when we really needed somebody, he finally right. finally breaks through for us. And. Yeah. Maybe that maybe we can look back at the end of the series if we do win. And again, we're we're all being really hopeful at this point because all Vegas has to do is just win one of the next three, and the series is over. And but, they're not gonna do it, <laughs> James. But they're not winning. Yeah, the okay. right way for us to go about our business here, even though we did break the overtime curse here, the right way for us to go about our business is going to Vegas. And just smack them down like five to two or something. That was a good number from a couple games back, you know. Let's just let's throw a few things like that in there, just just to impose our will on them. And they they will have a hard time if we can come out playing hard like that, especially if we get hints rolling as well. Um, and uh, hey, look, Pavelski wants to play now too. <laughs> Did we mention he's thirty eight years old? <laughs> nah, I don't think we it's have. Ridiculous <laughs> again! Like, like I, I, I know that everybody is going to remember him as a San Jose Shark, and they, they very much should because he played for that franchise for over a decade. But man, has he meant so much to this Dallas Stars franchise in just the four years he's he, been here. He, he's officially now the oldest player to score nine goals in a playoff run. Correct. In a single I'm playoff not, round, I, that sounds. I'm right. pretty. I'm I pretty sure that's right. right. I'm like 95 percent sure. I mean, but he, he's ridiculous. He's absolutely mm-hmm. insane. He's, he's he just does it when he, when we need to, and that's why Joe Pavelski is my biggest winner. We needed a hero. Robertson kept us in the game. He drugged this team along. We needed a hero though, and that's what I talked about last episode. We needed a hero, Joe Pavelski, with a giant slap shot to win the game. From the dot, top corner, far side, beautiful. It was awesome. So speaking of which, did did y'all see the hints ninety mile per hour slap shot from the from the blue line? Holy crap! <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's not normally hints's forte, but he was mad, I guess. 
Try to so, try to put it through the goalie, huh? <laughs> yeah, this is like if if we're gonna if we're gonna get this, it's it, this is going through him. All right, all right. I took the two easy biggest winners, uh, which I had on my list too. But I've got a third one, which is just as important, and that's Jake Ottinger. He did what he needed to do. We couldn't have won the game without him being a backstop back there, and uh, biggest winner. And and if we're going to continue to win and to get one more game. He's going to have to be every night. No question. And specifically on Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel had three chances tonight. Two breakaways and one two-on-one opportunity where it was basically just him and Ottinger. And, I mean, my goodness. Stoned him every time. Yeah. I mean, he he might not have been great in this series, but he definitely has Jack Eichel's number right now, which is good. So – Hopefully that's the way that it goes going forward. All we, all we need is good enough for one more game. <laughs> We're, we, we are we are quite literally like Mufasaing this thing. We're like hanging on by oh, our claws. So just hanging off the edge. Um, do we even need to say who the biggest loser is tonight? <laughs> do we all have the same one? R.S. Well, just, just on the count of three, right? <laughs> one, two, three. Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter. <laughs> okay. I hear James doesn't even say it because he knows he agrees. So. I don't want to say it. I don't want to have to no. say that. Yeah, and, no. I, and I don't, he doesn't have to be. That's the deal. He's shown in the previous series that he doesn't have to be. So I want him to step up and, and play like he played the last couple series. That's, uh, yeah, let's, let's go. Um, I liked us getting in Hill's grill, knocking him around a little bit, bumping him around a little bit. I forget who it was that was in there. Kind of pushing around. It may have been Olufsen, Delandria, yeah, and uh, and even got him to kind of punch out with his blocker. Kind of got in his head a little bit. I like that. Like you know, that's the kind of grit we need. Fourth line played pretty good. Um, I think they really played well. Uh, you know, of, of anybody previous game and and then even game two, game before. So fourth line kind of doing their doing their thing and uh, you know get in the goalie's head, get in his space. You know, make make some noise and. Push it to one more game. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. Well, this one's only 34 minutes today, not 50. <laughs> Thank goodness. That's a good thing. Do you have <laughs> Do you have the recording we need, Ryan? No, I don't. Oh. I don't. So, who's going to do it? Are you going to call in? <laughs> nah. There's no Ryan. way. What time, what, what, what time I can't is it? tell you how disappointed I am in you right now. This was your job. <laughs> it was the last day of school today, okay? All right? It was the last day of school. Give me some break. All, All right, right, so James, who's going to say? Means, that, that, that means we it. have to win one more game, right? Yeah, we have means to win, we have one, to win more one more game. Yeah, that's true, so that okay. Chris can, right. can actually do it. Yep. Okay. Right. Anyways, guys, thank all of you for listening. Those of you who are listening live, there's 24 of you. We really appreciate everything that y'all do for us. There's more of you listening afterwards. We appreciate you guys as well. Once again, thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon for being our sponsors. Biggest loser tonight for not getting the GG Boys recording from Chris. <laughs> I'll have to get it from him in the morning, and then you know we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it then. But I will make sure I have one ready for Game 5. Hopefully, hopefully. Hashtag one more game. Use that hashtag. I'm serious. That's all we need is just one more game. Along with Dad and along with James, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side. 
and we hope you guys have a good fantastic morning afternoon evening whenever you guys are listening james please do us a favor and take us out nine down seven more gg boys let's go